Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy, not joined with my buddies Mike and Pete today. We're just doing a little bit of a teaser on the next episode that we're working really hard on. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride seasons in Wisconsin sports history. You know those seasons that have such a buildup. We're all bought in. We're on the verge of a championship, and we just don't quite make it, fall a little bit short. So I'm sure all of you Wisconsin fans uh, have some of those seasons where you can think of. But I didn't want to come on here and tease that without giving you guys a little bit of something. So we're going to give you a little flashback to current... Denver Broncos running back, but then Los Angeles Chargers running back, former Badgers and Kenosha Bradford running back, Melvin Gordon. It was an awesome, awesome experience getting to interview him. So hopefully you guys enjoy that playback. Uh, Hopefully you're taking care of yourself and your family. And uh, we hope to get to talk to you guys soon with our next episode. Stay tuned. All right, so we're here thrilled to have Kenosha Phenom, beloved Wisconsin Badger running back, Pro Bowl Los Angeles Charger running back, Melvin Gordon. Thank you for taking time out of your demanding schedule and spending a little time with us, Flash. Is it okay if I call you, Flash? Yeah, you are good. So we love nicknames on Questionable to Return. How did that name come about? Uh, just because the superhero, Flash Gordon, old school guy, so it kind of just, just came with the name, with the last name. Did you have that nickname? In college? I don't know if I remember. No, nah, they called me Money Mill in college. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. A, co- a, co- a coach was just like, hey, I'm good with nicknames. And usually when I get nicknames, they stick. And he was like, I was like, well, I'm, I've been waiting on one. He was just like, all right, Money Mill it is. So he just started calling me that. So all my friends from college called me that. I don't know. We're big superhero fans and, and video game and stuff enthusiasts. So Flash works great for us. That and your amazing speed and agility and stuff in the nfl it's awesome oh flash gordon i'm running with oh especially <laughs> after five 5.1 yards per carry i think i'm telling you i think I'm it's running flash with it. now so tell us a little bit about life growing up in kenosha and being a two-sport athlete coming out of bradford it was it was good man um you know i started uh my first my freshman year i played in gray's lake uh illinois coach kennedy was you know talking to my mom you know trying to get me uh to come out there you know to bradford but you know, I went to Gray's Lake, and I thought it was just better for me to get a scholarship. I really didn't know much. They kind of played me weak there, so I was like, okay, bet. I'm just come to Kenosha, you know, just see if I can make it work here. And I told myself, you know, I'm going to work out. I'm going to just do whatever I can to play. And I knew it was going to be hard coming in as a sophomore trying to get a spot because, you know, when they got their freshman teams already, you know, it's just it's just hard really to get a spot. Yeah, you made the most of it between you and Trey Waynes. That was a heck of a I team. I had to. Actually, Trey was the first person I shook when I got to Bradford. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Since he's right here next to me, I thought I'd just let that out and be heard. But it was, it was, it was, it was tough though, man. It was a, it was a, you know, I got pushed by coach. I worked out on my own though, really, because I didn't know no one there really. And, you know, I just kind of just kept working and coach Kennedy was on me and here I am really. Do you and Trey have a little bit of a, a rivalry or is it all, is it all friendly? Cause you guys got picked right around the same time in the draft. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really a rivalry unless we played each other. 
Um, you know, at, at the draft, I mean, we both kind of had a sense that we were going first. So it was just, you know, I was happy that he went. You know, I just was glad that he went. I really didn't care what pick, really. I just wanted him to get picked in the first. Um, just because it's just awesome being from the same area and both going in the first round. Um, so it really wasn't, you know, I wasn't mad that he went 11 and I went 15. Like, it was like no big deal. You know, to me, it was just both. Uh, I just wanted both our dreams to come true. And it was ha it happened. You know, who can really say them and their best friend both went first round on the same day, same year? Yeah, simply amazing. You originally committed to Iowa and then ultimately decided on Madison. What what played into that decision? I was supposed to go to Iowa, and I thought that Wisconsin wanted me to play DB, and I'm like, I'm not going to college and play a position I've never played before. That's just not about to happen. I'm not doing it. And – you know, I went to a game there, the Ohio State game, and <clears throat> and uh, I, I sat down and had a one-on-one -on -one with Coach B, and he told me, he was just like, hey, like, if you don't want to play, you're coming here to play uh, running back. That's 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 what you're going to do. That's what you want to go play. That's what you're going to play. And I can promise you that's what you're going to be. And he told me that you're going to have a great fan base because people, um, people already know you. You're already here. I mean, you're from here. So he was right. You know, he, you know, he, I, when I, once I got that confidence that I got that confidence that I'm, that's the position I'm going to play and I don't have to worry about none of that, then I was good to go. Yeah. Wisconsin's known for uh, its O line play, its running back play. Did you get a sense of when you got to Wisconsin? just how talented and special a group it was because a ton of those guys are in the NFL right now. Did it feel that way when you were there, that this was really something special? Uh, yeah, I knew. I knew it was going to be special. I mean, I've seen the film of Monty, and um, I thought Clay was going to be there. Um, I've seen the film of, you know, James. I knew what James could do. I knew Monty could do it. Um, they, I knew they had talent. So I knew I would have to work for the position, but I went there telling myself that I was going to be a starter the first day I got there. Best thing about that is I got to learn from those guys. I think out of any running back, I was just thinking to myself a couple of days ago, I think out of any running back there, I was probably in the best situation um, because I got, first of all, I had an amazing coach who went on to coach for the Ravens. Um, and then uh, now he's the head coach at NIU. Um I got to learn from James White uh, for three years, who's probably one of the most consistent Badgers ever to play at Wisconsin and got Super Bowls and doing his thing. Mm -hmm. um, I got to learn from Monty, who's a Heisman finalist. Uh, so for two years, and I think, honestly, Monty was a really good player. Just unfortunately, some things happened. Um, and then I also got to learn from Corey, who I thought was, you know, was an amazing back. I knew he was good coming in. I knew he was an amazing back coming in. So I got to learn from three of those guys. And I don't think no one ever been in a situation like that to where they got to learn from, you know, all three of those type of different backs. So I think I was the most blessed back coming in. So Corey got his Super Bowl. James got his Super Bowl. We just need to get you one to kind of complete it, the trio. Man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's oh, I believe happen. in you. We're, we're really hoping that you get that, get to get past the Patriots. And get your chance this year. We were really pulling for you guys uh, to get past there, but didn't quite didn't quite happen. So always next season. Always, we're gonna be good though. Not worried about it. 
do you have one memory or lasting memory of playing um, in front of the Badger Faithful? I know the, the stadium is 70,000-plus screaming for you. We have a good fan base and, and, and all that. Do you have a good memory or lasting memory that you want to share? Yeah, definitely, though. The 408 game, um, probably one of the biggest moments. Um, it was like my first time really playing in a snow game. And then the crowd just screaming my name. It was just dope, man. It was probably one of the Definitely one of the top moments that I'll never forget. Um, you know, just not every day something like that happens. And, uh, you know, it was just awesome, man. And just to be from Wisconsin um, and to hear, to be in Wisconsin that day and had to have the fans just share my name like that, man. It was super electric night game, man. It was just, it was dope, man. I, I That's definitely a moment I'll never forget there. Along with the, along with the, the bowl game. So now, when you when you uh, don't play the fourth quarter though, and then next week the next week Pirine gets four hundred twenty seven and breaks your record, how does that feel? That was garbage. Yeah, I was sick. I was sick about it because I was like, I mean, I played it cool, but I was like, man, like I, at first I thought like I'm like they got to be talking about another record. I was like, there's no way that a record that was standing <laughs> for almost seventeen years or wherever gets broken in a week. Like, I was like, there's no way that that, that just happened. So he got to be talking about another record. And I was like, it just kind of killed. It kind of ate at me a little bit because it was like I, I could have shattered that record if I really wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. Elite, elite running backs only need three quarters to put up 400 yards. <laughs> right. so. You feel me? So it's all good, man. So uh, we mentioned uh, you trying to get that Super Bowl ring. So the Chargers broke a little bit of a playoff drought, four-year drought. You went on beat the uh, Ravens on the road. Do you feel like going into this next season, is your goal something like the Super Bowl? It is the Super Bowl. There's the goal, you know, my goal was to get to the playoffs and see what happened. That's what I told myself. Now the goal is to get past the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, win it. That's my goal, and that's going to be my goal until I'm done playing. I mean, I think that seems reasonable considering how much talent you guys have. You had the best record in the AFC, but you're unfortunately in the same division with the chiefs who had the tiebreaker yeah. so you also i guess want to win that division right get the get the playoff games at home definitely get that man and we kind of you know we kind of messed that up um we let some games slip away that we shouldn't have and it kind of it bit us at the end you know i'd rather have games going through you know cali than us having to travel like that because they end up catching up with us so what if i was able to grant you power to pick one of these two things you could either get the single season like rushing record. You could be the elite guy for one year, or I could get you to the Super Bowl. And I couldn't promise the outcome of the Super Bowl. That's up to you guys. But I could get you to the Super Bowl. Which one would you pick? Super Bowl all day. Get me to the Super Bowl. Get me to the Super Bowl cause I, so I could be a champion. No one could ever take that away from me because I got the next year to go get the rushing title. I'll go get that. Or I'll set the rushing record in, in the Super Bowl game. Go from there. And you guys, you got to bring home the trophy to Los Angeles, right? Before the Rams. Yeah, for the first, got to, man. Got to. is mandatory. Got to bring the first a Super Bowl to the Chargers organization. That is a goal of mine, to be one of the first to ever bring it in there. So, I mean, you, you can never forget the first the first ones to do it, ever. Yeah, because now you've been in L.A. for a little bit. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you miss about San Diego and what, what you love about being in Los Angeles? Yeah, um... You know, what I miss about San Diego really is just, um, you know, you could go to, you know, 
downtown. They had a downtown, so you can go there, let your hair down. Or they had like four or five beaches to where you can go, La Jolla or something, where you could just lay back and just watch the, you know what I'm saying, watch the waves, hit the rocks, and just whatever, and just vibe and be in your own world. So it was a good change-up. Um, L.A. really just fast-paced. You know, there's, there's no... There's no there's no change up with that at all. I mean, it's just straight fast pace. I think Dago was both. That's why I liked it so much. Um, you got best of both worlds, you know. And LA is just just straight fast pace, man. And, you know, without 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 the right mind, you can get lost in the sauce, so <laughs> to speak. Man, it sounds exciting. You don't have to say much more than that. But I do have to ask now that it's the off season and you're having a chance to recover and hang out with family a little bit. Does it make it hard to come back to Wisconsin? Because I mean, we have really. we have a balmy twenty degree weather. Sometimes it's less. <laughs> yeah, I heard, you're talking I about heard. beaches and stuff like that. So, so what do you like to do to recover in the off season? Oh, I just I just like to go and you know get rehab. I got a re- the rehab place that I like is is right next to me. So I like to go there and just uh, or just get off my feet a little bit, um, you know, and just just vibe and play the video game. Man, I really I really don't get in too much. I think rest is the best, you know, the best healing thing, healing tool or healing. You know, healing way that you could, you know, could, could make or take out of out of anything. Just rest, man. Rest is the best healing, and so that's the biggest thing. And just sit around. Um, you know, I, I I'm starting to work out a little bit more in the off season. Actually, a lot. Um, like when we get done, I kind of just thought that you know, when you get done, like you just rest for like, you know, some months or so to just get your body right. And then I kind of met with Vonum at the Pro Bowl. And they kind of told me, like, you know, at least four days out the week, just try to work out because you're a professional athlete. So I've been been doing that this offseason. And, you know, I feel good, um, you know, and just been, you know, staying on top of my knees. Obviously, I was out there with two braces on, which was terrible. Oh, um, but had to get it. <laughs> had, yeah. to, had to try to make that run. You know, not every not every day, you, you know, I went three years without getting in the playoffs. And uh, I wasn't going to let two, you know, wearing two knee braces stop me from making my run at the Super Bowl. So. But I definitely just rest, man. I, I, I really don't – I'm I be missing home, but, you know, when I hear super cold, then I'll just stay, <laughs> wait till it warm up a little bit, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm just I'm just come back when, the, you know, when it ain't snowing or something like that. I don't yeah. blame you. You have us California dreaming. No polar vortex in, in L.A., that's for sure. For real. <laughs> so going back to video games, you – of course, we talked about a little bit. You beat Juju Smith-Schuster in a game of yes, Madden sir. 19. I guess are you happy with your Madden rating? Or Oh, uh, yeah, I'm happy with my Madden rating. I'm I'm even happier that I beat Juju though. Oh, it was yeah. like me. It was like me versus everybody in there. Like everybody was with Juju. Oh man. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, I saw was, he had quite the cheering oh section. Uh, yo, like I I had nobody to cheer for me. Like How much when he, he made a play, everybody was cheering. It was sad. How much did he pay for all those people? I don't know. I think they were just fans. You know, Juju is like an internet you know, he he's like social media king right now. He knows how to work it. So I'm, you know, they everybody knows Juju. So that's probably uh, well, we, we're Team Gordon over here. Appreciate it. Are you, do you consider yourself? Are you pretty good at Madden? Are you one of the better guys on the team? Uh, no, nah, I, I got beat by Derwin pretty bad. I think he's like he's probably he beat the guys that made the game. So oh wow, you know, yeah, yeah, he, he's pretty good. That's pretty, he's pretty good. good. He's pl- pretty good. We went to the little EA Bowl. We beat everybody there. So, Whoa. you play any other games? Uh, uh, I just play that in 2K, man. I'm not really like the Fortnite guy. No, you're all sports games. Yeah, I'm sports games. I'm a big 2K. That's like my biggest thing. Man, you're gonna make my my nine year old son happy to hear that. He's all about Giannis 2K and and Madden. So he's gonna be delighted to hear that. Heck yeah. 
So, of course, you're living in L.A. right now. From Kenosha, I guess south of the border, there's another team. But Team Giannis or Team LeBron? Which which team? Oh, Team, team Giannis, for sure. I'm go. really Team Kyrie, but Team Giannis, though, if you're making me pick out of them, too. I got to make you pick because they play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they play in L.A., right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be at uh, – I'll be at that one versus them in the Bucks in Milwaukee. Yeah, that's a great Pfizer Forum's awesome, awesome stadium to go to. So you'll enjoy that for sure. Okay. Yeah, all, I ain't been to no one, so yeah, excited the, to see what it's talking about. All the fans around here will like to hear you say your team, Giannis. So. Oh yeah, for sure. So sure. I'm definitely rolling. Kyrie's my favorite player, but team wise, I'm rolling with the Bucks. You feel me? Yeah, not to mention they got a little bit. I feel bad for them a little bit because that that Boston team seemed to have a lot of promise coming into the regular season, and they just seem to be imploding. Yeah, I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah, we tripping, man. We ain't we ain't playing good team ball right now, man. They need to get that energy together. I don't know what's going on. They shouldn't go out have a team bonding experience. I don't know what that may be. Yeah, I don't know. They need to go, go have a drink go or something. Catch that, yeah, that. A drink a meal or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> So we have kind of a running bit going on right now in our podcast where we're kind of sharing our sports injury stories. Um, we've heard anything com- from kickball to bowling <laughs> follies to our own personal ones. where College football, yeah. Yeah, where we had baseballs hitting people in the face and knocking them unconscious. Do you have a sports yeah. injury story you want to share that kind of either is a teammate that could be funny or interesting or your own personal one? Uh, I, ain't really, I ain't really got one. Or how I, about, ain't really, I ain't really got uh, crazy like that. So how was it trying to play through in the in the postseason? You talked a little bit about battling through the injury to to make sure you you at least rose to the occasion in the playoffs. How was it trying to get prepped and ready to go, even though uh, you were kind of battling was, that? It wasn't. I, it was kind of tough at times because you know it's like your mind play tricks on you. Um, but it was tough just trying to run in two braces. It's hard enough running one, and then I had to wear two. I was just like. You know, but I felt like, you know, I went out there and made a cut and I was like, if I can, if I can go lateral, I'm going, you know, and it's, it's just tough, man. Cause mentally you got to be able to just shut off the pain really and just go. And, uh, what kind of just drove me was just like, it's, it's more than me I'm playing for and I'm playing for it. So, it's, you know, so it's a whole team that's dependent on me to, to go out here and make it happen. So, you know, you know, just as a, as a man, as a player, as a teammate, you just got to know how to just shut it off, shut off the pain and just go out there and, and, and just give everything you got. Cause once you out there, you out there, no one cares what you got on. No one cares. You have on two braces, three braces. No one cares. When you step out there, you know, and you on that gridiron, man, people expect you to go. So that's just the mindset. You know, me being out there just made it easier for me to go, but it was, it wasn't easy to say the least. It definitely wasn't easy. Sometimes I wonder, ask myself how I still hurling over people with two braces on, but <laughs> Like I said, when you go out there and you just shut it off, bro, you just, you know, you'd be amazed at what you could do mentally. Well, even though you were banged up at the end of the year, you still finished with a career high in total touchdowns, career high in receiving yards, and as I mentioned earlier, 5.1 yards per carry. Do you feel like you're just now hitting your full potential as an NFL running back? Uh, I feel like right now I'm I'm stepping into my prime. And I gotta make. I got a lot of catching up to do. Um, if I want to be considered one of the greats, which I want, I got a lot of catching up to do. Um, these injuries uh, got. Uh, you know, I pray they come to a minimum. Um, you know, because I feel like I had two really big seasons. I could have had two big seasons. I feel like I could have had two thirteen hundred yard seasons, 
if I don't get hurt. Um, you know, and obviously God, you know, put that in my path for some reason, but hopefully he makes my road a little easier uh, as far as injuries. Um, and I can go get it, man. Because like I said, this is my prime these next three or four years. And, uh, you know, I, I want I want to be sure that these next three or four years I'm the best back to come through and do it. So can you tell me, I mean, we all dream of it as, as kids growing up. We pretend to be NFL athletes getting drafted number one or in the first round and, and, and making our, our dreams come true. Not many of us get to get to achieve that dream. Can you tell us what it was like getting drafted in the first round, especially by a franchise like the Chargers? Yeah, it was amazing, man. Uh, it was just like all your hard work, all your dreams come true. You know what I mean? Like It's like everything you work for, you know, they tell you, they tell you that it's a one percent chance that make it to the NFL, three percent chance that make it to college, like a D one, like you know, from the start, people put odds against you that you won't make it. And then when you do, you know, and it's all said and done and you hit that stage, man, they holding your jersey up and your name is called, it's just like I beat the odds. You know what I'm saying? I made my dream come true and I beat the odds. And it's just a it's an amazing feeling, man. You know, words really can't explain it. Um but that was definitely a you know a happy day for me, a proud day. But just the beginning. Yeah, it was amazing. Even in, as a Badger Nation, we were really pulling for you, and it was an exciting moment for us too. So you had mentioned uh, you and Trey Wayne's. You grew up together playing football. Are you guys uh, mm-hmm. put, are you guys putting on your uh, your camp again this off season? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are for sure. So that's pretty exciting. What is it like to be a role model and kind of giving back and kind of being there for the next generation and, and teaching them how to do it not only the right way on the field, but off the field. It's dope, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously blessed, both of us blessed to be able to be in a position where we could do this. Um, you know, just, just teaching kids and giving back, especially in our area, because, you know, we, we, we didn't have it, you know, we didn't, we didn't have it. We didn't have someone showing us the way and kind of, guiding us, throwing camps and giving little tips here and there. Because um, sometimes it just takes a little, a little knowledge to get you over there. And, uh, you know, we're able to uh, provide that to, you know, the kids in our community. So it's just an awesome feeling, man. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing a lot of great work on and off the field. Got to, man. Got to, got to, got to set an example in some fashion, even if it's not a lot, a little – even if it's just a little, man, every everything counts. Every second, every minute counts um, when it comes towards giving back. Yeah, it's amazing. All the things you're doing, not only on the field but off, we just want to say thank you for all that you do. Not a, there for the kids and, and doing that, giving back for the community. And for us personally, I think we want to take some time out just to say thank you for all you've given us here, giving us your time. We know it's valuable, especially in the off season. You want to get that rehab and, and get that time with family and friends. So, any time you've given us is, is really appreciated. Yeah, thanks, Melvin. We'll be uh, we'll be pulling for you this season. Oh, yeah, appreciate it, man, all the way. Yeah, thanks for being a, a mentor to kids, too, and that's something that's really big for, I think, for my kid who's nine years old. He looks up to you guys, and, and you're really proving that, that there are good athletes out there who really, really care. So thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate y'all, too, for sure. Wow, what a class act. We just want to say thank you again to Melvin Gordon for taking time out of his busy schedule. I know these guys still have a lot of work to do and they put in a lot of time. I know they also want to get time away 
for their families and things like that so any time that we could get with them is you know is extremely valuable so we just want to thank him again uh, for taking time out of his data to come visit with us yeah it was a great talking to him thanks again melvin so yeah welcome anytime and with that time to get out of here i think yeah so. we gotta get out of here so with that we'll see you guys next time goodbye everybody I look forward to our next meeting, so don't get attacked by a bear. And I'm out of here like spit through a trumpet. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) I worked so hard to find that. Keep it in. The office? (laughs) (laughs) Parks and Rec? (laughs) No, I just found a bunch of quotes. I just made it up. And scene. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike, at Mike R. Daly and Pete at P. Cozy with a K, Junior JR. Please consider giving us a five star review as well as sharing us with someone you know.